0: Welcome to another episode of the Ramon Foster Show. I'm your host, Eddie Provident. I know I said DK would be back today. I didn't know he was flying in today, and he is probably sound asleep right now trying to catch up on some rest. So it is me again with everybody's favorite offensive guard. Ramon Foster. What's going on, buddy? Not much. I'm definitely everybody's favorites these days. Okay? These days,
1: man. <laughs> everybody's looking for a guard, uh, man.
0: Right. I might not. Let me not even tease it. I'm listen. not unstrapping. Me, right? <laughs> well, listen, we've we've done enough, I think, ba- not bashing, but just being honest about the offensive line for the last couple yeah. of days. We, we've done that. You and I have done it. You and DK have done it. Yeah, we so did. I, I want to keep today a little bit, of, you know, a little lighthearted. And, All right, uh, let's hear it. For, for the pit fans in the, uh, in the audience, tonight is the return of the Backyard Brawl. Mm-hmm. I'll be mm-hmm. there. I'm going to be down on the field taking photos. I am pumped for this. My question for you, Ramon, these college rivalries in the NFL yeah. locker rooms, we see all this stuff all the time. We hear the trash talk all the time. You and Pounce, two good buddies, man. Yeah. Florida and Tennessee. You know, how... Yeah. Well, how did what's the dynamic there? What's the dynamic of the of the, uh, you know, the rivalries inside the NFL locker room?
1: Man, you know what? First and foremost, you're going to mention Pitt and not mention my Vols playing tonight too. you see what colors I'm donning right now. <laughs> Don't you dare. That's how serious it is. Who,
0: who, who you guys got tonight?
1: Man, we, we, you're going to laugh. We got ball state, okay? Oh, come on.
0: All right, come on. <laughs> this is just a warm-up for <laughs> <Man>. your loss <laughs> next week against Pitt, right? No, this no, is no, a- no.
1: <laughs> see, see, this is how it starts right here. This is the warm-up to go ahead and wreck shop next weekend. Uh, this right, right. is exactly okay. what this okay. is against y'all, man. Uh-huh, but uh-huh. Th- this is an exciting time for the guys that are in that locker room, man, just because – One thing, football is back for you. And if you're in one of those locker rooms, it also means you made a team. So everybody's not loose, but a little bit just like, okay, like, all right, now now we can start talking trash. What school did you go to? You went to where? Oh, yeah. Like, Cam is notorious for this type of stuff. Like, Ohio State. I remember this one time I feel like we had like five or six, maybe seven Ohio State guys on our on the roster. And that's all you heard. Like, golly, shut up already, man. <laughs> so it's, it's always that aspect of it, it's, uh, specifically because we're, we're in Western PA. You got your Ohio State. You know, you got your Pitt. And don't let a Penn State kid come into the locker room. Um, you don't know, get me, it's, don't get
0: me started on a Penn State guy's man. Don't get me started on them.
1: I, I know. Um, but there is there is some trash talking. I, I'll be real with you. Tennessee had been down for a while. Oh, man. Okay. So my SEC trash talking <laughs> resorted to Vanderbilt and <laughs> Kentucky. Okay. You see how I always <laughs> uh, love Benny Snell? Uh, uh, Bud was the same way. Uh, not necessarily in a bad way, but in one of those. Hey, hey, okay. Yeah. Like, it's that time of year, what we betting. Like, it used to be, and I don't know if that's the case now, like a standard $100 bet, no matter how good or bad you were. Uh, The best part about it, uh, the Steelers didn't really get a whole lot of Alabama guys. So, I never really (laughs) had had to (laughs) deal with them.
0: Except for Coach
1: Mitch. Coach Mitch is an Alabama dude, and he'd be like, all right, where my $100 at? And I'd be like, "God, (laughs) dog, Coach Mitch, you're not even a player, man.
0: man." (laughs)
1: It's it's fun. Football is officially back, man, and I'm I'm looking forward to watching the backyard brawl, and also watching my Vols tonight too, man. It gets it gets antsy around this time of the year.
0: Yeah, it's it's gonna be a lot of fun, and I mean, like for me, you're right. It's it's September, so we're officially in football season. Yeah, we're getting towards that way. You know, the Steelers play in what ten days now. <sighs> so that. we've got yeah. ten days. Um, talk a little bit about like you know like getting ready now like there's there's less than a week away to game time you know there's less than you know so now the i think the nerves are going to probably start setting in for some of these guys we talked about Jalen warren and mark robinson yesterday new guys that didn't even know if they were going to make the roster you know what what's what's this next i mean it's fun to you know to talk about the rivalries and everything but what's this next week week and a half look like for the for the players on the roster it's prep,
1: man. It's, it's, it's doing a, uh, surface level preparation for what you're going to see against your, your, your first opponent. And that's Cincinnati. The scout team learns how to run the cards. You know, like that's a huge part of it. It's don't be the guy disrupting practice. You got to be a guy that's, uh, knowing what to do, mimicking the, the teams that you're, you're, you're going against. Um, Settling in, I think that's also another big component of this week is the routines kind of change a little bit. Like that special teams meeting, the first uh, the first thing you're gonna notice is it's not a lot of bodies in a room. You're really you're yeah. really amongst like a small group of people. You go from ninety to what is it, uh, sixty nine guys, I think. Now that you have having on the roster, so or or just on the practice squad plus right. fifty three, right. you go to that part of it. It's like oh. It, 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 there's a dose of reality of like, man, I better make sure I'm doing everything I need to do to uh, stay a part of this team because it's a very small group, man. And, and doing your job, even if that's not your primary job, like there are DBs that are going to have to play wide receiver some weeks. You know, it's some offensive linemen that might have to go run down on kickoff coverage because Mm -hmm. you need those bodies. Like, And whatever it takes to stay a part of the group is some stuff that you better be able to do. So they'll practice, you know, some of this week. And the weekend coach will probably give you, you know, Saturday, Sunday off. And that's where you sit around and watch some college ball, uh, watch some film. You know, shout out to Kyler Murray uh, (laughs) being able to do, (laughs) do that, you know. Um, but it's it's probably your last just calm weekend before right. everything from here on out throughout the rest of the year takes off. Even the bye week is still not a calm week for guys.
0: Now with the Steelers playing Cincinnati, the last year they you know they got their. They got their stuff handed to them by Cincinnati. Yeah, they yeah, did. Yeah, and I'll so, say it exactly as it is. So, so they got wait, worked, right? So, so now going in, like, you don't even have time to like prepare and like you know like have like that that weaker game or that non no. n- non divisional game. You jump right into Cincinnati, the yeah. defending AFC champs, the team that wrecked you last year. How like how big is that that the, the big circled game on the on the uh, on the schedule is Week One.
1: Well, um, it 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 starts the season off more serious, you know. Like, and I and I say more serious just because you have those memories on your on your, at the front of your mind. It'll be brought up. Coach T is going to show some of that film, you know, from their preseason, but also from last year. If I know him the way I do know him, man, it'll be an emphasis on men. This is AFC North ball. We this is a business trip mm. for us. Um, and and I say this too. I feel like practice. You know, even though there's a, a lot of excitement around, you know, making the team and, you know, bringing the 90 down to 53, it'll probably be more quiet. It'll probably be more, hey, um, we can't go out and embarrass ourselves the same way we did last year. Yeah, there will be, you know, guys making sure you're on top of everything you're supposed to, whatever family issues you got put that to the backside. Nothing matters this week except for this week one game on the road in Cincinnati. We we, we say what we want to about them. They got a good squad. You can't just walk in there as if, Oh, they're going to lay down. No. If you've been on social media, you know where Cincinnati lies, man. And uh, that's why it'd be an importance on just the scout, making sure that you mimic Joe Burrow. You, you, you are those receivers that they have in practice. So, I can't wait to break this down though eddie I'll, yeah, I'll be completely honest with you i'm glad it's like this week one
0: uh dude i'm i'm excited i'm i'm pumped up it's football football it it, today officially football is back and uh what better way to to bring football back than segment two we're going to talk about getting hype so stick around we'll be right back hey. welcome back to the ramon foster show Ramon has no clue what I'm bringing up in the second segment. I, I texted him this morning and said, Ramon, I got a second segment, but I'm surprising you with it. <laughs>
1: I have I, no idea.
0: I was told by our social media guy, Smitty, that you are a big fan, fan of Edwin Diaz from the Whoa. Mets and his, his walk-in. I Listen, I have never seen it until last <laughs> night. Someone sent me the video with the actual live trumpet. I have never yeah. seen it. I couldn't believe I'd never seen it, Ramon. It is one of the best things going in sports right now. Timmy trumpet, you hear me with this oh, Edwin my God, Diaz walk up? It's so good. It is so good. So here's. So this is this is where this plays in the football. We all okay. know every Yinzer, every Steelers fan, pretty much every football fan now knows about Renegade. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yep. But that's the easy answer. So I, I don't want you to use Renegade. What was your hype song? What, were, what did you listen to in the locker room? What got you ready for football games when you were getting ready to play? Oh my gosh. Okay. M- music in a, in a
1: sense. That's why everybody loves it. Okay. That's right. why hip hop can be the number one genre in the world. That's why rock and roll ruled it for a long time. That's why you can, because music moves you. Music has a way of infecting uh, yourself in a fashion that it mm-hmm. gets you going. The reason I love that Edwin Diaz walk up is because that puts you in the mind of a player of what it's like to go into attack mode. Yeah. You know, I know he's Edwin. a closer, But just to be in your zone, to be like, everything, okay, is zeroing in on the start of something. Yep. Good or bad, but yep. the initial start of it is like a frigging firework, okay? And um, for me, I'll be honest with you, my wife will be able to tell you this, my boys will be able to tell you this, Marcus Gilbert will tell you <laughs> what my go-to song, Alejandro Villanueva is going to tell you, it's future March Madness, okay? okay. Like that okay. song right there, just the tempo of it, the rhythm of it, the rock that it has back and forth with it. Uh, it's been on every playlist that I've possibly had. Okay. The Castro could tell you about March Madness. All right. Like <laughs> it just gets me going, but I got, I, I got a lot of them. Heck, I still might have my playlist <laughs> from when I played. Okay. And it's just simply, it ain't even called big game music. It ain't, it's just simply get going. Okay. You okay. know, and it, it really is a, I control the aux chords. In there, but if number one on my playlist right now is March Madness, okay, (laughs) that's where I'm at, okay. Uh, but if that's numero uno, but after that, there's a few other ones, man, and it's not all of them are high tempo, it's some that's slow and slow. Okay. I got some old That's school all right, stuff all right. from UGK, some Young Jeezy from the early 2000s, mid 2000s, right. uh, some TI, some Jay-Z. It's man, it's all across the board. <laughs> I See,
0: promise you, mine. I like when I played hockey. You know, my like I get all suited up. I get my as soon as my skates got laced up and tied up. Yeah, put, put the headphones on. See, I was a metalhead. So mine, are was, you? yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Mine was uh, my song was "Shepherd of Fire" by Avenged Sevenfold okay it, yeah if you've never heard it it's it's got it start it starts with like you know the rain and then the bells tolling and then this like just this nasty guitar comes in and then Ooh, yeah it's just it's a slow build so it's that slow build you know so that was mine and i'm you know i'm a musician uh, by, by trade and so yeah. that was you know but anything music or like well i love what you said about music but now we got that out of the way so let's go to the low-hanging fruit with renegade all right yeah. what I know what it was like being a fan in the stands when renegade would come on. And I think a lot of people watching this can relate to me with this. I know you weren't on the defense, but what was it like being a player on the field on a Sunday night? I'll, I'll give you the one that I remember. It was my all right Sunday night against the Baltimore Ravens when they inducted Joe Green into the or when they retired Joe Green's number. Yeah. Ben Roethlisberger threw his six touchdown passes that night. Yep. That was one of the best renegades I've ever been a part of. What's it like, you know, on a Sunday night or a Monday night game? It's a rivalry game against the Ravens. And, it, you know, it's just the the crowd's electric. It's a sellout. What's it like oh, yeah. being on the field? What's what's that like being on the field for that moment? It's,
1: it's, it's knowing something is going to happen. It's only been like maybe a couple times where renegade's been played. And there's, you know, you don't get the results you're looking for. Like something is always happening when renegade get played, man, right. in a positive fashion. Uh, as a player down on the field, man, when I, it's so weird because even the coaches are like I don't use much, as respected as he was with us, okay. Even if he was talking to us and Renegade came on, he knew. All right, let me shut the bleep up, okay? <laughs> Go ahead, guys. Watch it. Like that was him. Like it'd be in a situation where he's giving us change, he's giving us points to to correct stuff, and the lights would just or the, the screen would just black. And then we look over and it's just like, here comes the show. And then it just, when, when it starts to hit and then it's doof, doof, doof. And somehow they added that that, that enhancement of the 808 where it's not just like a regular like boom. is,
0: boom. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Oh, my
1: gosh. Like, get us the ball back. Like, that's the next thing. Get us this frigging ball back so we can go out here and feel some of this
0: energy too oh man that, that had to be one of the coolest experiences like I mean that's just it's something special about that you know it that is. that whole atmosphere and uh, I you know from a fan again from a stamp fan standpoint there, yeah. to me there's that gives me chills every time even just talking about it I can't even hear Renegade on the radio anymore <laughs> I was just watching a TV show and Renegade came on and I'm like oh man here yeah. we go here we go here we go <laughs>
1: yeah. would well, not even like I had somebody yesterday ask me a big time still a fan hadn't gone to a game yet and they understood the assignment when I said. He's like, yeah, he's like, I got to get up to him. I was like, you need to. He's like, but I don't want to go in September or October. He said, I want to go to a night game in November or December. I said, there it get is. It.
0: There it you is. It. Yep. If you're
1: experiencing it for the first time, either there. go to opening weekend at, at I said, Hans, while wow, AcroShore. <laughs> at AcroShore. Right. Go to it either the opening weekend or later in the season to one yep. of those night games. Oh my gosh!
0: Yeah, that that Sunday night game against the Ravens was my my wife's first Steeler game. Yeah, and that, and, that and, was that was a heck of a way to introduce her to it.
1: Yeah, and it was necessary too, Eddie. I know it was.
0: Yeah, when we come back, it'll be the hey Moan segment. Yes, indeed. Welcome back to the Ramon Foster Show. It's everybody's favorite segment, the Hey Moan segment. This segment is brought to you by the Get-Go Cafe and Market, where it's all about quality. If three expert chefs fine-tune every detail so that every sub and burger and salad and wrap, all the food that you can get there... the drinks, everything it's made with fresh ingredients. It always tastes amazing. Make sure you order your favorites at get go cafe and market today. They're open 24 seven. They're always serving up the hot, fresh food. Uh, moan, we got a good, Hey, moan segment today. I, I got a good question for you because I have an opinion on this one. Uh, I, I, Straight up, I don't agree with the uh, the assessment this guy makes. But uh, okay. James, James Lawson asks a question. Hey, Moan, do you think that the new O-line coach is the problem? Is it him that has, the, has caused Dan Moore's regression? You mentioned his stance and his technique is off. When does the organization look at teaching versus the player? I think it's a fair question. What do you think?
1: Uh, that's a fair question. You got to assume it's something, right? right. Uh, let's, let's go here. Coaches are there to guide, especially at this level um, in the NFL. Like, of course, teaching technique and 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 teaching, uh, you know, the baseline of what you're supposed to do, it comes from the coach. Mm. Um, but it's on the player to fine tune those things, too. I, I think it's too soon or premature to blame it on the coach at this point, simply because as as a group, it seemed like the assignment is there. I know we had the issues with James Daniels where it's like, well, where is he at on certain plays? You know, it was fixed and corrected. When it comes down to, you know, a player having his his deficiencies when it's physical, that kind of falls on the player a little bit, you know, Mm -hmm. you can, and, and that's where practice comes into play. You know, do we know if, uh, OL coaches is at a point to where he's forcing this in drills or challenging, you know, Dan Moore when it comes down to what he needs to be correcting. I don't know that we don't see that in practice. I assume that it's being addressed on the big board when it comes down to, hey, we got to fix this, spend more time in drills doing this. That's one thing that I will say my O-line coaches have done is, look, if there's an issue, okay, you're going to work on it, but so is everybody else because we don't need this to be deficiency on your end if it's not right now. Yeah. Dan simply has to take that charge and, and, and find out why it looks the way it does right now. It can't be a season-long issue. I promise you that it can't be because I'm not a fan of keeping tight ends in week after week to protect right. the quarterback. Right. Now, if this is a game time situation, we'll start off the game. Okay. Keep the tight end and tight end in on the side of where Von Miller is. Okay. What miles Garrett is. Okay. We'll right. adjust the game plan according to those guys. And that does happen no matter how good or how young a guy is at those positions. Um, it's self-study and awareness a little bit when it comes down yeah. to how I feel about Dan Moore at this point. If coach doesn't address it and this continue, continues on after the season, <laughs> it's, it's, it's one or two things that can happen, Eddie. Either Dan loses his job or the offensive, court, offensive line coach is on the hot seat about his. Now, right. <laughs> both need to have a coming of the minds, a meeting of the minds, to uh, discuss what's going to be the next approach to really minimize those type of plays happening.
0: Yeah, I'm with you. I think that, you know, they, they hired him in the offseason, uh, Coach Pat Meyer. And I just think that you've got to give somebody a little bit of time to establish themselves, yeah. um, you know, The players need to learn him as a coach that there's there's a I think a dynamic there as well that, Mm -hmm. you know, they're learning him. He's learning them, their strengths and weaknesses that they both have to understand. Uh, I'm with you. I I think you need to give him more time. And I think that, you know, Dan Moore, again, we talked about it earlier this week, how hard of a worker he is. Uh, I just think this is something that Dan Moore, you know, with his coaching staff. Has to figure out on you know and and has to 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 make right. Uh, I don't think that you put everything on on Coach Pat Meyer yet. Like you said, if this season goes wrong, it's a different (laughs) conversation. It's a different conversation if week seven or eight Dan Moore still hasn't figured it out. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But for now, we'll
1: definitely be having a different conversation if that's the case later on, man. I'm I'm those things got to disappear, and the reason they do is because. If it shows up against Cincinnati, it's going to show up against guys in week two. Mm-hmm. OK, like your film travels. All right. It, it just does. And this is something that can't linger
0: on for that long uh, throughout the, the course of the season is there some of that uh, you said your film travels um you know we see it all the time with quarterbacks we talk about the sophomore slump uh do you think yeah. that there's some of that with Dan Moore this year to like you know there's there's a whole season of tape on him now there's a whole season of of like tendencies and people figuring out kind of what Dan Moore is about that maybe you know he's got to make some adjustments on his side too
1: uh yeah yeah uh that that could be the case man just simply because um, you get settled in, and mm. in this league, you're forever changing from one year to the next. Your core stays the same as far as, you know, what got you to that point. But right. you better fine tune and, and figure out um, just in general, how do you stay elite? Like I said, I threw that challenge out there. I think this kid can be special. You don't play that early I, yeah. and win that position if you're not. And I know he was, what, a fourth round draft pick when yep. it comes down to it. Yeah, But you're giving that opportunity. Like, you're supposed to gradually get better. Like, and I. the other portion of this, too, is with offensive linemen. It's about year three until you really start pushing that, okay, I'm a true pro now. So, I got a little bit of grace for Dan. But in that, I want to see him advance as a pro when it comes down to saying, all right, I'm, I'm taking this off the slate. You will not see me give this up at hmm. this consistency as he did in the preseason.
0: Yeah, it's I'm. That's one of the side stories of the season I'm really looking forward to is is you know his Dan Moore Jr.'s development because I'm with you. I think he could be special. Uh, I think he's shown some traits that you want in an offensive lineman that aggressive, nasty streak. Uh, So I, I. I'm excited to see, you know, i I think he will bounce back, but I'm excited to see it happen in real time. Me too. Uh, it's been a fun show, Mo. Now I, I do think now I can say with, with a little bit more certainty uh, that DK will be back tomorrow for the <laughs> Friday show. Uh, but it's been fun this week, hanging out with you uh, for everybody listening and watching. We appreciate you guys as always, and we'll see you next time.
1: No doubt.